BFM 89.9. My name is Daryl Ong and this is Barnan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Fresh off a win in Estonia, national towel runner and world number one So Wai Ching broke yet another record, this time in conjunction with World Health Day last Friday, where he conquered the farthest simulated distance climb on a stair machine in one hour. He broke that record with a distance of 1.64 kilometers, which, to put it in perspective, is almost four times the height of the KL Tower. An impressive showing of human strength and endurance, however, was not all smooth sailing as halfway through the challenge, technical difficulties stopped him from hitting his goal of 1.75 kilometers. Wai Cheng joins us on the program this week as we start off by recapping his season in 2022, which saw him scoring 19 race wins and breaking 11 course records. Back in 2022, like what you have mentioned, uh, 19 wins, uh, one loss, uh, that second place. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, I'm very pleased with the results uh, that I've put in despite many uh, obstacles that I've faced throughout the year. Uh, I lost my sponsorship and I got some sponsorship back. So I'm so grateful that to receive the support. And I was in Dubai for a year mm. uh, in the 2021 until mid of 2022 and then I got back home. So uh, it was tough. It wasn't an easy journey. Um, uh, despite a lot of traveling, uh, lots of travel restriction as well last year uh, to some parts of the country. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful and I'm happy to achieve so much. Uh, I'm planning to achieve even more this year. Uh, of course, with more qualities, uh, performance. Great stuff. Uh, Wai Cheng, just last week you did uh, in conjunction with World Health Day, uh, you yeah. attempted to break another record, this time the farthest simulated distance climb on a stair machine uh, in one hour. A record which you managed to beat. Uh, the record previously was 1.61 kilometers. Uh, yeah. To put it in perspective, it's four times the height of the KL Tower, KL right? Tower. Uh, you managed to break it at 1.64 kilometers. Um, yeah. But you felt that you could go further, right? You had a target of 1.75. Um, yep. How challenging was this challenge? So uh, this challenge to me, it's uh, another different challenge than walking up the stairs or running up the stairs. Uh, the machine, the, the, we call it stair climb machine. Uh, it's like a treadmill. It's like a treadmill for running. Mm. So it's like instead of going running outside, you go on the treadmill indoor. So this is a similar thing. Imagine you are going down the elevator, the escalator, and then you have to run against the direction of the escalator. Something like that, it uh, put into perspective. So I have to keep on walking up the stairs. It's like a continuous staircase coming down, rotate. Mm. And I have to keep on stepping up. And with each step, it's about 20.6 centimeters. That is taller than the typical stairs that mm. we had in our buildings in the stairs. So it's way challenging. And there's only three steps available at one point. Therefore, it's a bit challenging for me to go two steps at one time compared to the normal stairs that I did my competition. So then I have to train on that machine. Mm. And the good thing is the machine, you can adjust the speed accordingly. So we just need to do some basic calculation. To hit 1.61 kilometer, uh, you need about 7,816 steps to be exact. So, which means in one hour, uh, every minute, I have to step 131 steps to, to clock the height. Therefore, I have just have to start off with 131. Then I know I'll clear the record if I can maintain for one hour. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm so glad the first half of the challenge, I was started off a bit faster than that. 
So I clocked an average of 135 steps per minute. And there is some, uh, there was some technical issue happening during the record attempt whereby the screen blacked out. So I couldn't adjust my pace later on. And I have to fix with the 130 steps per minute at that point of time all the way to the end. So I'm so glad that in the end, the data is still recorded. Uh, they can still trace it back on the cloud. And I clocked an average of 133 steps per minute, which is uh, like what you have mentioned, 1.649 kilometers. That's almost four times the height. Of KL Tower, hmm. which is that weird. Is the challenge. Which is weird because you are used to the machine. You've trained with the machine, and that's never happened before, right? So, so when oh, it, right. when it happened mentally, did you think like, okay, did you do like quick mental math in your in your brain, like, okay, if I maintain this speed all the way to the end of the hour, can I make it? Were there any doubts in that sense? Yes, yes. So to be honest, I, I'm a data guy. I like to all see all these figures. So I keep on checking on my performance. Uh, we set a plan. Actually, we want to start off a little bit fast. And then we have a recovery period from 35 to 45 minutes. So okay. that 10 minutes for me to recovery. Right. But at that point of time, it happened. That technical <laughs> issue happened. So then nothing I can do. And I just keep on going. I'm so thankful that the machine's still ongoing, even though the screen blackout, mm. whereby I couldn't adjust the pace anymore. So I'm glad it's still going. And then the, the technology, they have their technician uh, prepared a standby on that, uh, on that, thing, on that time. So they came and checked on the machine and they, they don't want to reset the machine. They know the machine is still functioning. So they just asked me to keep on going whereby I know, okay, I do some quick calculation like what you have mentioned. <laughs> I knew that maintaining at that pace, I will still break the record uh, in, by, in the end of the, 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 the time, the 60 minutes. So I know that I'm still just, I just keep on going. Although I know I could have gone fa uh, faster, higher. No, it's okay. I told myself, let's do it next round <laughs> when I have more preparation because uh, I didn't prepare well enough for this, to be honest, because mm. I just got back from Estonia like on Monday night and then uh, Friday, I'm going to attempt the record. Yeah. So it was like quite a rush. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to prepare myself, make sure I'm well prepared the next round so I can achieve the highest height. Hey, you know, That's my plan. Despite, despite all the troubles, you still made it. 1.64 kilometers is oh, no, no. Yeah. It's no easy feat, you know, so congrats on that. Um, like, you, you. like you were mentioning, right? When you're doing real tower climbing, uh, tower running, yeah. you know, you climb up the stairs and you see the numbers change, you know, in each floor. All right. This one's very different, isn't it? Like, how yeah. did you have to adapt to, you know, just running? You're basically just running stationary. Correct. Like the, the good thing about the machine is that um, you can train it like anytime when you are there. I mean, it's nearby to my, my area. I can walk there and mm, train. Mm. So uh, it's quite accessible for me. And the good thing also, uh, you can put an iPad on there and ah, you can watch things. I also, the, the, the machine, they have the screen you can watch on YouTube, Netflix and all that. So in a way that I can get uh, get myself out from the bonus <laughs> that that the, the training so I can watch a, a, uh, I can listen to podcasts and I complete that training hmm. so in a way it's good and it's also quite challenging because you have to tapping on every step which trains your turnover rate you tend to go faster hmm. whereas on the on the rail stairs you don't really go as fast as you uh, did on the machine hmm. so which there's a pros and cons for both in hmm. the end of the day you still have to get used to the machine when you want to attend the record hmm. so that's what I I need to train myself to get used to that mm. when it comes to the next uh, work record attempt. Mm. And you basically only had four days to, to train on the machine, right? Yeah, uh, I actually trained in, uh, prior to that. Okay. It's just I have to prepare for 
uh, other tower running competition. Therefore, I have to still go back to the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then only go back to machine at some point of time. Mm. So perhaps next round when I come back, I will train fully ready for the record. Great stuff. And then I will, I, I will know I can get a better result. Great stuff. Uh, was there a change of strategy? You know, you are chasing a record uh, in this one. You had one one goal in mind. Uh, um, yeah. How impos- important is pacing, for example? The, the pacing, uh, we have to really plan plan it out wise, uh, wisely according to my training and according to the uh, individual preference. So uh, like running a marathon, a 42km, you have your pacing strategy. Mm. Whether the first 10k, you are going faster than your average pace or whether the first 10k, you are progressing your pace. So uh, different people, they have a different uh, a plan. So mm. for me, I'm like a, a roller coaster kind of type. So I would like to go I will usually go faster the first uh, 10 minutes because the machine needs some uh, need some acceleration from the start. It's like 0 to 100, how fast you can go. Okay. So we don't want to miss any second. So therefore, the first 30 seconds, uh, I managed to switch on the machine to go up to the maximum speed. And the machine prior to that, the record attempt itself, the maximum speed is 165 steps per minute. per minute. But for me, because I'm going to attempt record, the technology managed to remove the safety feature. <laughs> so it's allowed the machine to go faster than the pace. Oh, crazy. 190 steps per minute is wow. the maximum speed. Wow, wow, wow. So I accelerate the first 30 seconds to the max. And then after, as soon as I hit 190, I'll drop back the pace to 135 where I'm going to settle in and, and hang in for 30 minutes. Then only I'll recover a bit and then I'll carry on mm. to push until I collapse towards the last few minutes. Mm. So that is the plan for me on that day. Yeah. But it just didn't happen sometimes. <laughs> so we have to expect. I mean, sometimes things happen. We just have to, based on the variable change, we have to act accordingly. Mm. So, so un- which is a good experience for me. Yeah, that's great Great to hear. Um, so yeah. unofficially, right, you broke the record. Uh, yeah. Can you just give us a status of, you know, um, what's happening now with the world record? So right now, uh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the data from Technology HQ. They're going to generate a result for me uh, because last week was a good Friday. Uh, so I got, I'm going to get the result today, uh, I think soon. So once I got the result, then I'll have to upload the whole video that I recorded uh, on that day of my uh, record attempt, the one hour. Uh, the videos, the witness statement one, witness statement two, I need two witness to sign on that. Mm. Also the re- result and the calibration of the machine by the technician in technology. So these are the documents I need to submit to Guinness World Records for them to verify the result. So which is going to take about one to two months time, I would say. Because mm. this is the the way that I chose to use. Mm. Yeah. So we're ho- hoping, fingers crossed, one to two months time, the cert will come. <laughs> yeah, the cert will come. Then I will share with all of you that uh, I'm officially a Guinness World Record holder again, second again, time. Second time, yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, second time. Uh, apart from that, you know, you recently broke another record of yourself, you know, uh, in Las Vegas uh, in yes, January, correct. if I'm not mistaken, the Scale the yeah. Strat Tower event. Yeah. Right, yeah. uh, you ran 108 floors in six minutes and 46 seconds. Um, tell us about the experience. I heard you're going for 6:30 next. Yeah, so uh, to be honest, that uh, scale the struts in the US in the Stratosphere Tower, the Strat Hotel. Mm. Um, it's a challenging building. Uh, first of all, that the stairs condition is quite dry. The air itself, because it's you know it's very cold that 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 period of time. Mm. Uh, so it's dry air than the hot and humid air that we have in Malaysia. So it's different. The challenge itself is different. And the handrail is quite cold to me. I see. So when I grab on the rail, it's like I need to put on a glove to, to kind of pull myself up. 
it's like uh, not used to it. And then I did it once whereby I failed to break the record last year, 657. Right. So this year I got 646. I'm actually on on the same time, tie the uh, time the course record. Ooh. But then I got the uh, the timing chip service provider, the guy to actually go and check back the previous record holder. What is the decimal place behind the 646? <laughs> oh, wow. So in the end, he, he announced it on the social media. He tell the organizer that I broke the course record by 0.27. Wow, this this is yeah. like F one like that, you know, every millisecond counts, yeah. Yeah, to me itself, uh, I actually plan accordingly that I'm going to break the record. So I set the the alert on my watch. Like when we climb the stairs, uh, I mean we don't have time to check on our watch. So I put the six forty six divided by three. So that is like a uh, two minute and fifteen second per 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 alert. So every alert, I know. Okay, I I've got two third to go. I got one third to go. So then I knew. I have to cross the finish line before the beats, uh, before the third beat happened. Oh. So in the end, the third beat happened and I right at the finish and I cross it. So I know I got 645. It was like very close, which I don't know whether I got it or not. But then I got to check the result. They told me that, oh, uh, they have to go back and check. They say uh, on that, at that time, I only know I tied the record. Mm. So I'm so glad they found it out that I broke the record. But mm. I th- I still think that six thirty is possible. So next round I'll come back and I try to break the record. Yeah, hopefully. I'm just listening to you answer. It makes me think about you know you say that you're a data guy. You enjoy yeah. numbers. Do you see that yeah. as an advantage, especially with a sport like this where every yeah. second counts? Yeah. Uh, actually, there's an advantage, a huge advantage if you like to see all this data. Uh, like. Let me share with you more about the Guinness World Record attempt last Friday. Uh, so it's more about how you know your, your body works, how well your body can function. So uh, I mean, we collaborate, I collaborate with this uh, TA UMT. Uh, they have their sports science team. They came and did a test on me, putting on the face mask when I uh, trained on the machine. So on every minute where I, where I went at 110, 120, 130, up to 190 steps per minute, what is my uh, capabilities? What my body functioning at? What percentage? So then I know I, I'm safe to maintain 140 at least mm. for the whole one hour. I know I can do that. Mm. It's just I want to create a higher uh, height. Therefore, I need to start at 135 first. Then only progressively push it all out. Mm. Yeah, so these this are the, the, the data comes in where you know your body uh, at what pace you're functioning at which percent so you know how efficient you can hang on to that at certain point of time hmm. so you know you can you still have the reserve in your body towards the last five minutes for you to give your, give it all out <laughs> then you know you can achieve a highest height oh, so great. then I would not I would not start off too fast or too slow so that in the end it will be a, very hard for me to catch up the, the height hmm. therefore I know at pace I should start off so that I know I can maintain at the optimal pace I'm sure so it's quite interesting I'm sure during your years of you know competing you've seen you know maybe stronger men than you bigger men than you more faster men than you just you know don't think about the numbers and all and just you know run and 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 I can see how that can be a disadvantage as well because you have no plan essentially yeah, the good thing is uh, when you know all this number, you understand the record, you understand the stairs, the cost profile. You, you you don't care about what other people do, whether they are strong or not strong. It's, it's not up to you to control them. Mm. So the only thing you can focus is on yourself. And that is the reason why I chose tower running. Because tower running, we all started off individually. Therefore, when we climb up the stairs, we have no idea where we rank. 
and whether we are leading or not leading. So throughout the whole journey, you just have to find the optimal pace for you to keep up and you push the last 10 or the last 15 mm. uh, floor and make sure you collect at, at the finishing line. Mm. That's how it works. Yeah. So then, regardless of whether you lose to the other guy, it, it still doesn't matter because you, you give your best at the end of the day. Mm. Uh, maybe at this stage, at this point of time, that's the best I can do. So let's come back again next year and, and break the record again. So I always tell everyone that I'm going to attend the record. I'm going to attend the record. Even though if it doesn't happen towards the end, I will still come back and do it again. I do it again until I got it. So that's how I, I psych myself up that I'm ready. Uh, I make sure I will, I'll give my best. That was So Wai Ching, national and world number one tower runner on the program with us this episode. More of that conversation to come. So do stick around only here on Bar None on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, my name's Daryl, you're tuned in to Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. This episode, we've been in conversation with So Wai Ching, national tower runner and world number one. And now we're on to the biggest tournament in the tower running calendar, the World Championships. It's going to be the first tournament since the pandemic and is set to be held in Taipei and in one of the most feared towers for runners, the Taipei 101. Uh, until now, the status is still not confirmed, but uh, we have some news. Uh, it's going to happen again uh, in October this year. Mm. Uh, it's normally happening in May, but this round, I, I would say, it should be in October. So that will be our World Championship event. Uh, I'm so looking forward to do that. Uh, I'm ready. I'm actually prepared myself, ready for that. I just wait for the organizer to announce the date, then I'll have to put on the program and get ready for that. Mm, so, so, so that will be my, my big competition this year. Great stuff. So Also the Empire State as well. Most probably in October, the World Championship, not yeah. in May. Okay, so you have time yeah. to train. But talk to us about Taipei 101. You know, what makes it different from other towers around the world? The, the challenging part uh, of this Taipei 101 is the uh, step height of the building. So the first seven floor is like a normal standard stairs, uh, 17 cm, 18 centimeters per step. But when it comes to the eighth floor onwards, this step height is like 22 centimeters per step. Wow. So that's going to scare all of us. It's like, I've interviewed so many tower runners around the world. Uh, what would be the hardest stairs for them? They all, everyone said Taipei 101 because that's the hardest staircase. 22 centimeters. Imagine if you go two steps, that is like a three, three ruler, 350 centimeter ruler on top of one another. and going to step on that every time. Hmm. So that is very tough. Uh, that's kind of drain all our energy when we want to do that because the hip angle the, the leg angle you lift up you step on it that's gonna I mean we're gonna use lots of energy to pull ourselves upwards hmm. to actually uh, progress upwards so that makes it so difficult and it's like a nightmare because normally we all go fast the first few floor then later on the 22 centimeter step comes in it's like oh everyone is like <laughs> mentally demotivated by the staircase <laughs> so that is one uh hardest part about the stairs in type 101 mm, yeah good, good and, luck and we we don't have uh and it's not only one time we have to run two times the competition take the lift so we down. have to first run the 35 floor as a sprint challenge then take the lift down within an hour rest we have to go on another round the full stretch which is 91 floor <laughs> So that will be the, 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 the first run will cause you tired. And then the second run, you have to run a full stretch. It's like you're going to 
uh, go to the dream, uh, the, the nightmare second time. So it's quite tough mentally. Therefore, yeah. I have to prepare myself for that. Yeah, just listening to you, I'm tired already. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, good, good luck for that. The World Championships happening most probably in October. But back to home, Wei Ching, um, yeah. you're spearheading the charge for tower running to be in the SEA Games in 2027. Um, Malaysia is hosting that edition of the SEA Games. Um, have you made any progress on this? Uh, you've been talking to the Youth and Sports Ministry, stuff like that? Yeah, uh, we, we had a chance to meet the Ketua Sati Usaha KSU of KBS, uh, Dr. Dagu, uh, last week. So then, uh, I think we got some chance. Uh, we have to further prove that uh, we can excel on this by producing more athletes in the world ranking. Mm. That's the first stage mm. because we need to guarantee them that we can get medal. Uh, clean sweep, hopefully go silver, bronze, also the team challenge. But uh, before reaching to the SEA Games level, uh, we need to promote the sport to the community level as well. That's also one of the requirements whereby we need to build a community of tower runners. So uh, right now, we are co- working closely with KBS uh, to promote tower running in PPR flats. Mm. So as we all know that in KL Selangor, we have so many PPR uh, the Perumahan, Pangsapuri. So these are the place whereby we want the sport to be accessible by everyone and especially to the B40 families. So uh, most of the people who live in the PPR are from the B40 families. So then staircase is one of the easier, accessible, cheap and I mean benefits to everyone to try it out. And it's easy entry. It's only 15, 20 floor in the PPR. So it's not up to like 50, 100 which is going to be too much for uh, newcomers. Yeah. So then uh, we want to do this. Uh, we're going to champion this project uh, whereby, like I myself from a B40 family, I started off trading in Selayang apartment. That's only 18th floor. It's also for low cost uh, for B40 family as well. So that it will be a good story to tell to actually get more people to join, to try. And it is a way out. Like for me, I've managed to got into this and now become the world number one. So uh, they want this to be uh, shared with the B40 family in the PPR. So then it will be, we will be having some competitions uh, in these PPR flats from PPR to PPR. So indirectly, we want to uh, create the community. Hmm. We want to get more people to, to take the stairs instead of the lift when there comes the option of two. Hmm. So they should try the stairs. Hmm. So then we also want to uh, make sure the, the informations are correct. Like walking up the stairs is bringing more benefits to them rather than hurting their knees. Yeah. So these are the wrong myths. We want to bust this myth. Uh, I mean, from a sports scientist myself, walking up the stairs is against the gravity and you burn double the calories that you're walking on the park. Hmm. So imagine you spend less time and you get more double the effect, double the benefit. So why not? Hmm. But you take the lift down, like you don't walk down the stairs. So that is for <laughs> our, our guidance. So we don't advise people to run down the stairs. Hmm. But if you want to walk down the stairs, it's fine, step by step. Hmm. It's just when you walk up the step, try to go two steps if you can, if not step by step. Hmm. So these are the, the, the knowledge we want to share. We want to spearhead to the community. We want to promote it to community. So that's what we are going to do. And we are going to have more competition right after this. In July, we have Bajaya Times Square Tower Run. So I managed to convince the Bajaya Times Square Hotel to do a tower run there since they are my sponsor. So there are more and more tower running competitions are coming up next, mm. which is a good news. We are going to have more people uh, doing the sports. Mm. 
That's great. That's great. Because for the longest time, you know, when we talk to you, um, you, you seem to be the only one in Malaysia doing it. But now there is a couple, right? Um, yeah. I read the other names as well. Um, you still have a long way to go in your career, but do tell us about your potential successes. Uh, potential successes, we have one from Penang, uh, Ao Yong Jing Kwang. So he is actually a long distance like marathoner. He has been doing marathons for many years. Uh, now he got a family, he got kids. So then he, he don't have much time to train on for the marathon. Because to, for marathon running, you've got to train long hours on running. So then I told him about tower running, like the one in Kom Ta Penang, uh, happening, uh, happened last uh, two, three months ago in January, okay. which is our national championship. So he joined, he took part. And, and guess what? He got the best Malaysia title. Like after me, he got the he got number five in the ranking in the competition. So we have many Im- invitations. We sent many invitations to the uh, overseas. We got many international car runner came. So he got fifth place. Uh, I mean, I, I won the competition, but he's the second best. So indirectly, we want to sponsor him to take part in the World Championship in October. Mm. So then this is the good news for him. And he enjoyed doing the stairs because he know he have limited time for him to do his training. So mm. stairs is one of the sport that he don't need much time and he can still commit to it. Mm. And in Penang also got lots of tall buildings, uh, residential apartments. So he got to train there as well, which is good. Mm. So we, I managed to find some uh, upcoming uh, athletes who want to join me into this. So I'm so happy to see that. And I welcome more and more people, youngsters to come and take up this sport because it's very easy entry. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, so these are some good news we have. Uh. And also some women athletes as well up and coming like Jennifer Chan. Yeah, she's also doing quite well. Mm. So we are building up these athletes because our plan is to clean sweep the whole uh, 27, uh, 2027 SEA Games uh, if it's in. So that's our aim. Speaking of which, you know, uh, Wai Ching, you also have an autobiography uh, in the yeah. works, right? Due to be released in yeah. September, tentative date. Uh, how's yes. that coming along? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, 60% progress. Uh, I'm still writing. I'm still putting in the works. So that book will cover until the end of 2022. So then maybe the next chapter, the second book will be 2023 onwards. Mm. So right now, I'm still putting in all the records, all the data, uh, all the participation history of all the competitions. So uh, so far, so good. I'm so glad I have a publication to sponsor this. Uh, and the good news is the uh, Ministry of Youth and Sports, they know I'm going to write a biography, my own biography. They will sponsor the translation part from the English to Malay. Awesome. I, I'm gonna write in English so they will translate to Malay and I still got the uh copyrights and all that. So which is good. They want my story to be uh shared with all the Malaysian. That's nice. Yeah. That's so nice. I hope maybe uh to the Chinese version, who knows? <laughs> I got quite some friends in, in China, they also want to read the book. Awesome. So they hope there will be a, a Chinese version as well. Great, great to hear. Yeah. Uh, Wai Ching, last question. Uh, apart from, I guess, the World Championships, it's also also yeah. uh, New York, right? The Empire State yeah, uh, building a race. Um, do you have any other plans for the year? Uh, for the year so far, I've done six competitions up until this point. Uh, more to come. Uh, the next big one for me will be the Australia 108. That will be the uh, national championship for the Australia, uh, which will be the tallest building in Australia. Uh, it's, it's in Melbourne, 108th floor. So that will be the next big thing for me. Uh, and also the New York, the One World Trade Center in June, mm. the uh, One World Trade, the 9-11 building where they reconstruct back again. Uh, that will be also another big thing for me because last year I did do quite well, although I want it, but I want to win it in a better time. Uh, perhaps the course records. And the uh, October uh, will be double big competition. One will be the Empire State Building on the 4th of October, tentatively, and the Taipei 101 in mid-October. 
So the two big will be in October. Mm. Also the Shanghai Tower in December. That's also <laughs> another big one because that is our tour final. Oh, so a lot of big competition coming up next. Of course, the uh, one of the most important one, which will be the uh, PNB, the Mantika One One Eight, because uh, we all heard that they're gonna complete uh, the full construction uh, by end of this year, as they're gonna launch. Uh, they're gonna have a towering competition to launch the building. Nice. So we are still waiting for that. So hope it happens uh, either this year or early next year. It doesn't matter. But I have to be there to defend the place. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, that that's our territory. I have to be there to make sure Malaysia flag on top on the podium. That was So Wai Ching, national and world number one tower runner, on the program with us this week. With that, we've come to the end of this week's show. If you'd like to revisit that interview with Wai Ching, then head over to our website www.bfm.my forward slash bar none. And if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl Ong and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, the business station. <laughs>